quickly off the top, we had some technical difficulties on the show, so you're going to hear Wes ask Bobby for one word to describe the show, and she's not going to say anything because her microphone was acting up, but after that, everything goes smoothly, but you're not crazy. Um, Technical difficulties, so, you know, bear with us. Thank you. Enjoy the program. and friends podcast bachelorette edition i'm again alone in studio but we're joined remotely this time by brody and bobby again i started the last episode like this i want to do it again either one word or a phrase or whatever comes to mind for your theme of this episode i will start with bobby go ahead okay okay i know you're very much looking forward to a one-on-one for your for your guy Nate, and you got that, Brody. What was your instant reaction to episode? What is this? Episode six now. You. Whatever episode it was, go ahead. Um. There's a theme connecting this episode. It's ego. Mm, okay. I. I think our the the main character of this episode, the character that stole the show. He was very I'm gonna uh, stick away from the, he was I'm going to stay away from the, the drama his, aspect of this. I'm not I'm not going to include Chris in the theme. We'll talk about him later, but I'm going to say we finally got what we wanted. I'm going to go with the theme of Clash of the Titans. We finally got in my opinion the only two that can win this show. They both got a one-on-one date in this episode, I think. They both got their chance to make a solid impression on a one-on-one date, so I'll go with Clash of the Titans for my uh, for my theme of the show. I think I think that's a great one because honestly, there's three no words, one though. that I would have rather four I words. Word or phrase? Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. If you want to, if you want to change yours, by, by all means. Now let's keep it moving. Yeah. As soon as I saw that Joe was getting one-on-one, I was pumped. And then when they did the group date reading and I realized that Nate was getting the other one-on-one, I was like, Jesus Christ, this couldn't have been better. Like, I I feel like seeing Joe on a one-on-one and seeing someone else besides Nate on a one-on-one right afterwards wouldn't have been nearly as impactful. And I was super excited to see both of them tonight. Yeah. So we start with the trip to Minnesota. Brandon J. We're halfway there, guys. Brandon, We're halfway done. Mm-hmm. He, We're at the midpoint. Yeah, he uh, Brandon J is the official hype man for Minnesota and this Minnesota trip. He is taking videos and everything of of people on the way there, and we get there and she meets with her parents. She has some words with them. Her dad gives her a little wisdom, things like that. But then we jump to straight into a one on one, and unsurprisingly, from what we saw from the previews from the last one, it is with Joe. I mean, it was very obvious. It's like, hey, Minnesota. We're, yeah. we're home. It's going to be nobody but Joe. I mean, it was pretty yeah. obvious from the start. Their one-on-one, of course, was very sports and basketball-centric. But I was absolutely shocked by the conversation that Joe brought up 
um, I feel like kind of, I, I think it's kind of nice that we're all experiencing this season together because it's more sports focused than I've ever seen any season be. Um, like even when Jordan Rogers, who's been in the NFL, was on the season and ended up winning, like we didn't see nearly as much of this. So um, he kind of went into like his struggles with being an athlete and like losing his identity because of it. And I don't think that's something that's talked about very often, especially among like college athletes that come away and like these guys are, you know, females too, because Michelle, you know, their whole identity was tied around being an athlete for years. And I thought it brought up a really good point of like when you lose that part of yourself, like you really do lose part of your identity. And it was so sad to like hear him talk about that because we've had plenty of conversations about that in our house. And I thought it was a really good topic. Yeah. It was, go, go ahead, Brody. Um, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think it was... Yeah, I think relatable for anyone that plays sports. Um, playing sports at the level he played at, it's a little more high stakes and would, you know, the ups and downs are a little bit more so. But this, yeah, it was pretty relatable. It's, um, hmm, I don't want to sound cynical. Uh, every individual date, someone has a story like this, which makes mm-hmm. it feel less impactful every time. Does that make any sense? It's almost like, and but this one felt, I don't want to say more real, because I would assume these aren't made up, although Jamie's, I, I question that. Um, I do. I feel like he was telling her genuinely rather than to just get ahead in the competition, if that makes sense. And I don't know if that's necessarily why. It's just like, if he never tells this to anybody, why would he opt to lay it all out there on national television for the first time when i was and maybe that's just when i was watching i wrote down in my notes this could have been the first time he ever said this it felt like i thought for someone who's very reserved and i don't i hate i don't want to start buying into this stupid show but it seemed (laughs) it seemed like it was one of the first times he'd ever said this like it was seemed pretty tough for him I still, and Bobby's brought this up a bunch of times, it is so odd to me that he opted to be on this show. His personality seems so, so departed from the typical person that would be opted to be on this show. And so I have a few questions. So like I actually, I was with a friend tonight and we were talking about that. So like, one, did he opt to be on the show? Two, did he... Or, or did, like, someone else volunteer him to? Did a producer kind of seek him out? Does he know someone? Like, what's that situation like? Did he know Michelle before he agreed? Or did he know Michelle was the bachelor at before he agreed to go on the show? Because, like, something else I was thinking of is, like, if he had these, like, extreme identity issues and was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, maybe he was just like, you know what? I'll do it, you know? Like, who knows? I could get good exposure. I know the bachelorette. But I don't know. I feel like he seems genuinely into her, which is what makes me question it the most. Like, someone like you doesn't seem like they would go on the show. However, like, neither does Michelle. Michelle doesn't seem like that, so. Yeah. And he said, he mentions that uh, his dad is very similar to him as far as emotionally very reserved and quiet. I don't know. It It felt fairly real to me. I don't know if it would have been the first time he ever said something like that, but... I mean, any any athlete at any level, guy or girl, whether it's 
when you're in high school or in college at, at any time where everyone is told that they can no longer play. You know, it's it happens to every athlete yeah. regardless of level. And for him, when he felt like he could still play, for it to be told like that, getting hurt and struggling with injuries and things like that, I don't know. I I think I bought it. I thought it was – I don't know. I, th- I think I bought it. Yeah, I bought it too. It's just – it's in the context of this show it he, he is an enigma to me he is very it's very strange that he is just wanted to be in the show at all but it's probably what you said bobby he's just has a lack of identity maybe but yeah i don't know he's well that's the thing he's so quiet and so mysterious he's very hard to get a read on i know and i honestly feel like tonight was one of the first times that we really saw him like speak you know like we've yeah. seen him before but like it was more so like defending his character or like speaking about someone else. Like tonight we actually saw him like talking about himself and I really liked him. I've been skeptical about Joe, even though I knew he was going to be a front runner. But like after tonight's date, I was, I was like, damn, I, I, there's no way that there's anyone else in the, in the final two besides Joe and Nate. There's just, I will be, I would pay, I would put fucking money on that shit. Yeah, no chance. I no chance, right? I mean, no, we'll no. we'll get to the buyer sell, and we can talk about some other people. But there's just no chance. I agree. I just don't. I don't know if this is as common to have like such strong early. It's not even early anymore. But with this many people it's, left, it just seems so obvious where she's leaning. And I don't know. Is that common? Maybe it's obvious to people in the past seasons, but I've never been I've I've always thought like, oh, this guy's gonna win or this guy's gonna go really far, but I've never felt so confidently about two people in the sense like I really like both of those guys. And normally I'm like a full send all the way with just one guy. Um, so maybe it's common for other people, but I feel like typically it's more so like one person who's an obvious front runner. Um, when in this case, it's definitely these two are like, this is tough. I don't know how she'll send either of them home, which makes me think that they'll self-eliminate. I don't know. Yeah. Um, real quick, just some less serious notes on the date. Uh, it's too bad that the twins fucking suck and there was nobody at that game. It was Ooh, so empty whenever bit. they threw out that first pitch. To be fair, no to be it was there. so empty and they didn't even stay for the game. They do suck. No. That is true, especially this past year. But for the first pitch, like, not everyone's there. That's, like, 20 minutes before the but game. But that was still it very was bad, empty, though. It was bad. It was that bad. bitch was not filling up much more than that. Um, yeah. that I thought high you said sco- the twins were oh, – Go ahead. What about them? I thought you said the twins were, like, that female basketball team. No, that's huh. the – I thought you said that. That's the baseball game the, that they went to in this episode. They had the – they had the Las Vegas Aces uh, on a previous show. Yeah. That's, I think, all the only oh, okay. Hmm. Um. Okay. Who is a female All the high school team. shit in her high school was so cringy. It was so oh, bad. Oh, God. That the was fucking, so weird. She doesn't know where her fucking locker is. Don't pull I, that I, shit. You know what? I know exactly I know where my I fucking locker is. Really? Yeah. I went, Give me that. Yeah. I went to a high school I, with Give me that lock. Kids. I mean, I went to high school with like 100 or so, 200 or so. Like, I didn't remember where my locker was the next year. Like, you, I don't see, know. See, I had the same locker all four years. Oh, I'm same. One oh. time, well, we I we got a new one every every year, so maybe yeah, that's why I didn't get all that. I had a locker mate, and she fucking hated me. And one time, she told me she's gonna beat me up. 
You had a locker mate I mean, in high school? I couldn't imagine so... why. No, no, no. Like, she was right next to me. Oh, Ooh, I, did I see. When I was, I was like, freshman, sure, I had, locker I had a uh, fucking insane. When I was a freshman, I did have a bottom locker. And then the next three years, I think I got to move to a top. So, so I did have I did have a same locker for at least two, I think, three years. So I would for sure know right where it was at. You guys had top and bottoms? Yeah. Whoa, mine was a full. Wow, yeah, same. fancy. Mm-hmm. Well, we're bougie. You guys yeah, had 20 poor. kids. You couldn't get full-length lockers? You can get 20 full-length <laughs> lockers? What the fuck? It was in Fucking all losers. the lockers were in one hallway. So was your dick in someone's face when they were getting their books? Pretty much. I mean, yeah. You got it. Nice. You got two minutes in between. And the I, you take we were also only one hallway, so that's not an excuse. Sorry. I don't nice. know what to tell you. Um... Uh, okay, so ending um, out Joe's date, I the evening portion was great. We immediately go into our group date where they go to the Vikings Stadium uh, or arena. What do you call it? Yeah, stadium. Stadium. Stadium works. Both of those words. And then they were like, Both oh, work. we're bringing out the Vikings. And they were like some really shitty like actors they found on Craigslist. Yeah, that was brutal. I thought there was a small chance that a few of the actual Vikings might come out, but... Yeah, it was big, uh, big ha. Group gotcha. date was like, group date, nothing really stood out to me. That was, I thought it was... Whole- and, uh, group dates are always very strange. This was just as weird as any of them have been. Like There's just, just a lot of shirtless screaming and arm wrestling. They might as well have... They, Clayton. Clayton. They might as well have just oh, stood in a line and like take turns, kissed her on the cheek. Like, hey, I'm noticing you. I'm noticing you. Hey, sh- real quick. They should just kiss each other. I have written down, Clayton, fucking relax, dude. <sighs> Fighting fucking for that screen time, brother. Tone it, tone it down. I mean, Jesus Christ. I still... That was, that was a classic guy. He's like, I never got to play in the NFL. I wish I had. I'm going to like act like I'm in the NFL, basically. And I'm going to like... It was really bad. Ugh, it was so cringy. Um, Ooh. We- some of the food was kind of funny. The nasty oh, yeah. food. Uh, Rodney oh, had some good up- reactions. Brings up a good question. Uh, did you guys know that if you eat pickled herring on New Year's Eve as the clock strikes clock, clock strikes midnight, uh, it's good luck? Well, uh, I guess I'll never find out. Yeah, that sounds terrible. We did it. We did it. How did it taste? Honestly, I was Drunk blacked out. Three sheets yeah. to the wind. Well, yeah. In that, in that case, I put I'm going I put it on a cracker and it was just like the, a paste in my mouth. It was it was a lot to take in. You know what? The good luck doesn't count if you see it again later. You can't be blacking out. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, I held her down. That's well, count it, it counts. Uh, we t- can't take yeah. from this group date. I didn't have almost nothing. I wrote almost nothing down um, outside of obvious like dudes dress up and like wrestle each other. This time it was arm so wrestling. So fucking dumb. It was so wank, dumb. Wank. So bad. Do you think Chris S. was pissed they gave him a donkey outfit? <laughs> yeah. That was kind of funny. It was pretty funny. And, of course, he got to... He was arm wrestling the biggest guy there. So, he got absolutely... Like... Handled. And all these villains. Like, is he a real I, person? How no, much of that is he putting no, on? That can't be real. Although, okay. I want he, you to picture a guy in your life that acts like Chris S. Because yeah, I feel like we all have one. I agree. So, I believe him more than I believe Jamie acting the way he did. Like, Chris S., we, like, he's just a fucking sociopath. Has never 
doesn't have good social skills. Like I buy Chris S more. Some of the decisions he made, I think, are a little produced, but the way he acts, I think I buy it. I think he's just a legitimate crazy person. Yeah, so he's definitely nuts. A total narcissist. Basically, the biggest takeaway from this group date outside of Clayton, who I think is still a huge zero and can't believe he's The Bachelor, is that yeah. Chris starts acting so weird. So in, at the end of the last episode, we he goes in this huge spiel. He interrupts her and says, hey, you guys aren't giving her enough attention. You guys aren't showing her what she needs. And then this entire episode, at least the second half of it, he basically complains about how she's not coming to him, basically. He's not yeah. getting enough attention now. So it's like, <sighs> you, yeah, he doesn't seem I, like a real person. No, I, I literally, like, I could have lived my whole life without seeing any of him on my screen. Yeah, I didn't. It was so pointless. I definitely didn't get that. He was acting. And then at the cocktail hour, he was sitting around, like, kind of off by himself like waiting for it's like a little pouty bitch waiting for i i, I wrote down i gave I, I called him a triple b i called him a baby back bitch yeah he's <laughs> great triple b he was at, like the they they played into it perfectly they kept showing as she was off with the rest of the group date one by one each guy would come up and interrupt the next guy like trying to get some time with her yeah and then he's off to the side thinking that she's gonna come get him i guess right very dude like, he, he saved her life last episode yeah that's he <sighs> completely saved her dude he he's her knight in shining armor right he's her five foot three knight in shining armor what a man five foot three <laughs> so that that basically the group date starts the momentum of of the chris drama of this episode that that was really all i took away from the uh the group guys date. i want to say this this may have been my favorite episode of the whole season Chris S saved the fucking show. It was the that's the type of reality TV I want to yeah, fucking see. He need, was is it? He was Chris an absolute S. fucking psychopath, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was so okay. entertaining. Obviously, well, he's gonna, the worst, but fuck, it was entertaining. We are likely going to have a villain, a new villain, every other episode, and yeah. we already know who our villain's going to be next. Yeah, for sure. You would think so. Yeah. Um, so let's move into our knight in shining armor. Your knight in shining armor. Mm. Go ahead. What do okay. you think? Did he sweep well, you off your speak. feet? So on Nate's date, I we see him. They're on a pontoon boat, which I thought was questionable. But you know what? Whatever. I get it. They don't want to have them on a speedboat. Shouts out, um, shouts out to the and Midwest. Then, pontoon boats. Right. Good old party boats. Yeah. Little party barge. So when she said that it was going to be a group date, I've never felt that rage that I felt inside of me. I was so fucking pissed. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I've waited. I assume there was a catch Mm. of some kind. Yeah, I I was... At first, I thought her parents, but then they always make a big deal of when they... They always make a big deal when they meet the parents, so I figured they obviously wouldn't do that yet. I thought it was parents, too. I I was... so... I don't know if you remember, but last week's episode, they like showed Nate with the fireworks and then they also showed Chris S on the date. So I was just so nervous that they were going to bring in all the guys to do like a lake day or like something. And and so I immediately just went to the other guys. I knew that they wouldn't bring in the parents and 
Her friends, though, um, were they intoxicated? Huh. Maybe. I wasn't I did, pick. I didn't pick up on that really. I didn't Maybe. notice. Um, the one was like, oh, oh, and I was like, maybe that's just how bitches in Minnesota talk. I don't know. Like, I didn't, maybe they weren't. I didn't notice anything out of the ordinary with them. I, I don't know. I didn't think they. The whole vibe was very awkward. Very awkward. Very strange. Yeah. I I don't know how much you can really accomplish it was, on that type I, of situation. But I will say that is, I would say, a pretty big step of. Uh, if, when you meet the best friends, that you have to be on the A game. That's for sure a big. After the parents, that's a big stamp of approval amongst the the circle of people that she knows. That's definitely I, that's, that's big. I think so too because like your parents having approval is obviously important, but like there's so many things in a relationship that you're not going to talk to your parents about. Mm-hmm. So like your friends are going to know the ugly truth far more than than your your family so um i thought that was fine i think that like again yeah maybe didn't do a whole lot but it was important to michelle so that was nice um and then like i don't know if you guys noticed but there was so much white this episode like we have uh michelle and nate were both were so michelle's swimsuit and outfit on the date was all white and then mm-hmm. her evening portion of the uh, date was all white. Nate was in white. And then at the rose ceremony, both of the hosts were in all white. I never, I didn't notice. So what do we, like, but now what, that you say that. What do we that, take from that? I don't know. Like that, Lindsay, Lindsay was watching with me and she was like, I, there's just so much white this episode. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's because like, she's going to marry one of these dudes that she went on a date with tonight. Who knows? But spoiler, she's going to, I don't know. Yeah, I think so too. I didn't notice that, but you're right. They both were in white at the end, and they did on that date. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe so it's a coincidence. Also, like Nate was like, you know, I feel like we've already seen Nate kind of open up, so we didn't really need that from him as much. But she was like, uh, like making confessions, like when. She said, like, when he walked away, she, like, got tears in her eyes or something after she met him. Like, the very, like, out of the limo? Did you miss that? Yeah, I think I did. Did you miss that? uh, I heard, was it the first time they met? Like, the first time they met. when was it? I don't remember when she said it was. Um, I thought that was a little, I don't know, seemed a little dramatic. Maybe not. I don't know. But, like, you have to think. Like, her emotions are so high. Like, this is, like crazy time you know what i mean like so i don't know i mean maybe um i just i mean she obviously sweet she obviously is super into him so okay at this point before we get into chris s interrupting the date at this point head to head nate and joe who do you think that she seems more into on the dates. I was just going to ask the exact same thing. I did want to, I wanted to see what you guys thought. I thought, I thought on this episode alone, I thought that, uh, Joe won the episode, I would say, but I don't think that I would put him significantly ahead of him, of Nate overall. Um, I think this episode though, he had the advantage 
I'm not sure. I don't know if it's because he was first or if it was because they were in their hometown and their element. I don't know what it was, but yeah. I thought Joe. And he opened up. Joe had the advantage, I would say, on this episode. I didn't think Nate on the boat, and I guess it was kind of derailed in the nightcap because of Chris. I didn't think he really said anything. Like, I didn't, I wasn't like, he said nothing of substance, I thought. You said, you, you mentioned that we've seen him like open up or whatever already, but I just didn't think he said anything. He just kind of like, was agreeable and like kind of dodged stuff with her friends and kind of had a good time. So I don't, I wasn't like overly blown away by their, their date at all. And so I would, I would probably lean Joe by a little bit. Uh, yeah. Head to head in this episode specifically, I think Joe won just because uh-huh. not really Nate's fault either. He just kind of got ambushed twice basically. Yeah. True. Um, in both those scenarios. Uh, it feels to me like she's the most attracted to Nate. Like there's like a burning hot passion there, but like a loving husband-like right. love for Joe. Like a I agree. safe love for Joe, but like it's, she's got the hots for Nate. She's for sure yeah. more attracted to Nate's Nate than anyone else Nate's who you want to hook up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nate's can like, you, hey, I hook you... up with you, and if it turned into something, that's great. Yeah. But... He's going to fantasy seats for sure. Unless he wins. That's where that well, fantasy oh, seats oh, oh, oh. is, Not is a, before. Yeah. I'm thinking of So she can still paradise. bang him. Yeah. No. So um I I kind of felt the same way. Like seeing Joe and Michelle in their element were like, oh, you would see this couple. They could have met outside of the show. And they're like totally normal. They seem really good together. I feel like Nate is almost like Still has a little bit of, like, that bad boy edge to him that, like, I wouldn't necessarily Mm -hmm. picture Michelle to be with. I mean, I still love them together, don't get me wrong, but Joe does seems like he has more of the husband aspect to her. Like, Nate's confidence gets brought up every single episode, and there is something to be said about how confident he is, and, like... That's part of this whole thing is you have to be confident and you can't have your ego get in the way of like what everyone else is doing. But he is like from day one seemed overly like I got this shit, which is, you know, it, I don't want to side with Chris S. I think I having confidence is good, but I don't know. I I think once you get down to like the final three or four, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. So I felt like the boys were kind of cute when, like, Joe had to come in and tell Nate that he was going on a date. Like, I thought that was so cute. And they seemed like they were, like, brotherly in that moment, too. Like, they were both, like, giddy around each other, which I thought was nice. But, like, Nate even said... What did you say? They were both looking at each other like one of us. Nate even said, like, I... (laughs) Right, like, yeah. So Nate even said, like, I I know that I'm not going into this with, like, an easy out, but um, I don't know. Manifesting is a big thing, so I feel like he's just putting things into the universe. Um, I don't think it's... I don't know. I feel... I don't think he's overstepping. I, think, I don't think it's, it's out of line. I think it's the right amount thus far. Yeah, you're probably right. And, I, okay... I, I know we'll get into it more, but like when we when we see next week's preview and he's like, you keep doing it. 
Jesus Christ. You keep doing it. What? I was just going to bring up the same thing. I was just. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to ask you, we saw, before we get to the Chris S stuff, I wanted to bring up some of the things we saw in this, in the preview stuff of her, her dad mentioned that some about, obviously we don't know. He's talking about someone that they're not ready or they're not ready to. I know. So, someone else's dad said their own kid wasn't ready. I like. know. I'm like, whose fucking dad is that? I want to like, I want to know so badly, but yeah. I'm not going to create. It so was a black person. So that, and that knocks okay, out a well, couple the people. The two final guys are black. Well, I know, but you know, and okay. Um, True. And it's brought up again. We saw it was like one of the early promos about how they're addressing Nate, talking about how what do you do? You're an actor. What do you? You're on this show, and and you. Do you remember hearing about that? Yeah, he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about, bro?" Him yeah. and Clayton were getting into it. Yeah. I don't know if that's gonna happen next episode, but shut up. No, I don't remember that. I remember the him. Yeah, somebody. Mentioned they've done it twice was, now. That he's an actor. It was like, Clayton. What are your intentions on this show? Like early, early, and then. It's been like three or four episodes, and now it was in this one, too. So I, I feel like, I don't know. Dang, I Here's can't wait to see that. They could edit that, and it could not even be the same person on the other end of the edit. That would True. be some mm-hmm. shit they would do. Yeah. You know who we didn't that see is. crying? You know who we didn't see getting having any bad reactions in that teaser? Joe. No tears from Joe. That's true. No sadness from Joe. Not even an appearance from Joe. And they, they did show, yeah, they showed Nate crying. Um, mm-hmm. Showed Clayton crying. I think they showed Rodney crying, maybe. Yeah, they did. No Joe. Joe was unscathed. winning this shit so easy. Joe has to win. But then why the fuck isn't Nate the Bachelor? Like, that's that's some shit that's going to piss me off. But we'll get there. It's a good point, yeah, because Joe does not scream Bachelor. He's he's pretty boring. He would be a good lead. Yeah. But Nate for sure would. That's my only really... That's like holding me back from saying it's a hundred percent Joe because yeah. that wouldn't make sense if he was not the Bachelor. So so okay, they could do two Bachelors like they did two Bachelorettes. So there will be no one more excited for Nate's season if than me. <laughs> but I I am not putting him out on this. I think, but I mean, at the end of the day, like Joe does seem really really great for Michelle. So. Um, Clayton, though, I mean, he got more screen time, but it didn't make me like him. They had no chemistry. There was no spark no. there at all. That I, peck. You could, oh, yeah. No, her body language, their chemistry was not there at all. Speaking Nothing. Of, speaking of that, have you ever had a uh, a handshake with a, uh, with a significant other? Either of you? Cause like a like a like sports a, yeah. type of because her handshake? Michelle and Rodney no. Michelle and Rodney have a handshake together. It's like do they? Yeah, they do like a little like, dap it up and that is and, the most friend zone shit I've like, ever seen dude, in my that life. Is, that's that's that is Rodney. That's <laughs> don't do that. That's bad. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. poor Rodney. Okay, so I have some predictions from the next uh, episode's preview too. She was like. I don't know if it's next week or if they're just showing the whole rest of the season in a preview, but she's like on the ground in a dress kind of crying. Mm-hmm. And I have a prediction that that is when she sends Rodney home because she feels mm-hmm. bad because she likes him. and He's a good guy, but ultimately she can't be everyone's person. So um, I think that's, that's going to come 
sooner rather than later. I don't think Rodney will make it to hometowns. He's super sweet, but, you know, I just don't think he's the long run. It, we're getting to crunch time, and, and nice guys are about to leave. I mean, it's we're getting down to contenders. There's eight people left. You just don't got room. We, we can't take everybody. Right. Right. It is what it is. Let's... It's- yeah. Let's get to eliminations, and we will start with Chris. We'll start with Chris because he left yes. before the rose ceremony. We're on Nate's one-on-one date, and we cut to we cut to uh, Chris on this like monologue in the back of this car, and we don't know yet, but he's like building himself up. He's gonna go barge in and interrupt this one-on-one date. I, you know what? Fuck the producers for that. But I mean, I guess. No, I guess thank like you. it kind of worked. No, it was oh, it was gold. so good. It was gold. It was oh, awesome. it was incredible. I I, I yelled. Does, I does hollered. Bobby <laughs> hollered. Do we interrupt one-on-one dates? Does that happen? That happens occasionally. Okay. All right. This is our first interruption of a one-on-one date, and I wrote down. Oh, uh, he shows up and he's like, "Hey, he's like as serious as can be. Hey, I need to talk to you." Uh, right now it's it's very important and he pulls her away and nate looks at him and he says weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> he says uh, weird and then they they go off and what what is, he, oh. what is he even talking about so he's like mad that she didn't send nate home because of what he told her basically right he's so salty that nate got a one-on-one what's he mad about he, she didn't trust is, his judgment he doesn't have any confidence in himself, so he's upset that Nate has confidence in himself. So basically, he's manufactured this narrative that he needs Nate to get sent home. So he's a sad, sad little man. Yeah, and I he thank even him said for making some very compelling TV. He even said that he was feeling insecure yeah. about the whole situation, and he was like, "Yeah, no shit." We get yeah, pretty relatable, Chris. I I can understand oh, that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's rough out there, and I. Yeah, I just Chris S is just like a Lord Farquaad in real life. <laughs> like everything about him, I'm like yeah, a little little Napoleon. I, I, little I, Napoleon. I don't like him. He's a sitcom character. I mean, he's like yeah. Michael Scott or Dennis Reynolds. Just like no self awareness, thinks he's owed everything. It's just not computing. Everything she was saying back to him for all his points, he's just like. None of that makes any sense. No. He was just In saying very rational stuff. Okay. He's just like, uh, so but, why didn't you want to marry me after I, I saved you? I saved episode. you. Do, do you remember? remember? Never when I saved you earlier? You just kind of ignored that. I right. don't know. So, yeah. She, so, what did you guys think about her being like, okay, well, I'm actually going to walk you I thought then. I, there was, when it first started, when he went there, there was a very small part of me that thought he might just leave because he just like couldn't do this mm. anymore. Uh, but I, I I didn't think he was going to the Rose. I thought he was going. I, I was not shocked at all. No, I, I knew there was no way he was making it out of there still on the show, I thought, yeah. in my mind. I thought there was a very tiny yeah. part because he's an insane person that he might just walk out, but he... Yeah. he You know what? Credit to the guy. He went out in a blaze of glory. you got to respect it. We'll we'll always remember our, our five foot three king. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know how tall he is, but we can he's go with five, five foot three. three. He's five three. He's a small man. He's That's small literally man. my height. You'd yeah. look him straight. You'd look down on this man. Yeah. I, I, in more ways than one. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, he stunk. God, oh, he was the worst. Man, so he, good, though. So good. And then before we get to the uh, roast ceremony, they do uh, back-to-back episodes. We don't get the cocktail hour uh, canceled. Very cool. We're, That's great. We've got some great momentum. Progress. Great momentum here on this cocktail hour. Uh, she, Everyone she talks to really doesn't matter except for Martin, right? Like, oh. She talks to everyone. Martin, dude, do, what are you doing? We need to save Martin from himself. Just don't talk to her ever, maybe. He's, I mean, okay, one. Here, just having here's this. the thing. We've seen this book before. They set up the villain for the next episode in the cocktail hour. It's going to be Martin. He's going to fuck up. He's probably going to blow up and get mad at somebody. So and Martin's going to go home. He's probably so, going to get kicked out. It was so stupid. They were just like talking. And then like out of nowhere, he was like, you know what I hate is those high maintenance bitches. I hate women I hate be them. tripping. Them, them, <laughs> them bitches in Miami tripping. They be wanting shit. They be needing uh, some shit for me, and I don't want to give it to yeah. them. Yeah. And then he like went back to the other guys and was like, you know what? I tried opening up to her, and she just like didn't respond well. I was like, he said, I, I'm gonna fight this. He dude. said, uh, direct quote. I think it was maybe a miscommunication on her end. <laughs> yes. He did say I that. I was seriously like... I don't think it was, man. I f- um, and who's giving him his, his haircuts? They need fired. I don't they're know. tight. They're, it they're, just goes like this. It's Oh, yeah, It's it not even uh, a fade, though. It was just quite literally like black. Yeah. And then we yeah. have his roots and then his hair is bleached. His skull is like, like to right a, here. To a point. Some real, uh, real European soccer player shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a total meathead dipshit. Like, we've known this for quite some time, that he's just a giant yeah. airhead. Like, he has no uh, emotional intelligence whatsoever. Um, a little so, loser. Yeah, we'll see, I, we'll see you later, I, Martin. I don't understand why she kept him, but at the same you, time, it's why? like... What is, why? Why would you understand? I can understand why the producers kept him. That's what I mean. Yeah, okay. like gotcha, I, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and also I like, understand why he was kept. Also, like one more, like we said, we we'll, we get to the elimination. The people that were sent home were Chris G and Leroy. Like for like the fourth straight episode, I, Leroy didn't talk, so we could probably. I and uh, was Casey, an old guy. Casey. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Casey, Chris, not Chris G. Chris not G went home last okay. episode. Casey, my bad. Chris yeah. S. Dax Shepard, old guy. Leroy. Yeah, Dex Shepard, Casey, that's right. I called that shit. I I called it. I said, next episode, Leroy is not getting any screen time, and he's going no. home. Yeah. Guess what? I mean... He fucking did. It, it I can't believe he made it this long, honestly. It was getting late early for old Leroy, because he... Yeah, there was just no chance. We just, I don't know what he sounded How, like. However... No, I didn't hear him speak. Um, however, I will say that Casey... Um, did get a lot of like interview time, like screen time of some sort. So I do think that we'll see Casey get in Paradise, um, really because of that. They do. They do. Yeah. Paradise. Do. Paradise seems like a young people. Let's make some mistakes no. and get. They let. Uh, they let the. They let the olds on that show. Yeah, like one guy that just got engaged on Paradise this past season was forty-one. Wow. Okay. Right in Casey's wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Joe, Clayton, and Nate got the uh, roses for the the one on one stuff, and then the group date, and then it, in order it went: Rick, Olu, Brandon, Martin, and Rodney. So we have eight left. 
Olu's going home next week. I think that he's super attractive and he's nice, but no connection. Olu. Okay. Olu here, likes here. talking some shit, by the way. Olu loves he, talking yeah. shit. He doesn't like Chris S., which is understandable. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. Let's just do buy or sell now, and let's just do everyone that's left. That's Ooh. probably the best way to do this. We're down to the nitty-gritty. We're down to the contenders. This is playoffs now, basically. You know what I mean? Mm. Like These people are all legit threats. Well, not all of them, but... We started with 30. We're down okay. to eight. Martin, we're all in. He's gone next episode, right? So, no yeah. chance. Gone early. No chance he makes it past next episode. You're gone. Um, so, what are we thinking? We think they're going to do two next episode or three? Two at a time at this point? Um, no, because isn't it next episode and then it's hometowns? We only bring four people into hometowns. Bobby, so, we're getting Bobby, rid of four? You, you, tell, you tell us. We don't. So, I thought hometowns. Okay, hold on. Hometowns. If we're halfway, are we already doing hometowns? Yeah, because then we have like, because then it goes to Monday and Tuesday nights, and we do oh. uh, fantasy suites or two night special. Then we have a men's tell all. Then we have a two night special of the finale. Mm. So let's say this when was, are so Michelle's this was week five, right? Yes. So we have. Yeah, so it's probably two. So at a time. I'm. So I'm thinking that minimum we're okay. You know what could happen is that we could send home two people tomorrow or sorry, next week. And then at the beginning, um, the beginning of the hometowns episode, she'll, she'll start it with a rose ceremony where she sends two more people home. And then she'll be like, Oh, we're going to hometowns. And it re- leads right into hometowns. So, um, the next person I'll bring up, you already mentioned him, probably Olu also gone. Mm-hmm. Olu and Martin, yeah. if we had to guess. Put yeah. Our um, Rick, right? Yeah. Olu and Martin, I would say the next two. Yeah. Are probably the low men on the totem pole. Um, Brandon J. He's in a weird spot. I'm surprised. Like, I, I'm surprised, like, how much Brandon J. has, like, grown. I mean, like, I really still don't care, but he's, like, be- right? becoming, like, a likable, like, funny. Like, he's a good part of the show. He's, like, keeps it, I agree. Keeps it live. He's, a, he's fun. He's, he's a character. Seems like he's cool with a lot of the guys, but he's, like, not going to win. No chance. No. Big little, um, yeah. little brother vibes. Okay. So here's what the way I think we should do this. Rather than buy or sell, let's, out of these eight, try to pick who we think the final four will be. You said the final four is kind of a big deal. So Joe and Nate, cross that off the list. So between Rick, you, Brandon J, Rodney, before, and Clayton. Bef- before you do this, as we get down to what are the big like milestone episodes? So you said the hometowns. And Fantasy Suite. Okay. Basically, those are the two like pillar episodes at the end. Yep. So we have, we're going to have Hometowns. And then after Hometowns, we're going to see at least one person go home. So Hometowns, you, they take four? Yep. Is it always the same? Four? Yep. Okay. And then the one person will go home. From that, we're going to have Fantasy Suites. And that is where they get their first overnight date. So they'll have their first alone, non-filmed time together. So we'll see the full date. And then if they choose to spend the night with each other, they'll present a room key on the date. And then after those hometown dates, or sorry, after the fantasy suite, um, someone will go home. And then the finale will be um, just two people and... Um, they'll like show up and profess their love and she'll break up with one and one will have the option to propose. Okay. So 
with that in mind, yeah, we can do a top four. I think yeah, it would probably be. So we got the top two already for sure decided, and then so it's yeah. basically between four more guys: Rodney, Clayton, Rick, Brandon, Jay. I think we're all in agreement. Probably not Clayton. He cried a lot in that thing. It seems to me like he makes it a little farther if he cries that much, but maybe he's just I'm not saying not Clayton. I don't know. I feel pretty confident about Rick. I do too, but he's also so fucking weird. When he did that runway walk tonight, I wanted to die. Oh my god. Rick. That was like some Mark That was like some Mark Zuckerberg shit. It's like, have you ever walked (laughs) or seen someone walk in your entire life? Rick, buddy, you're you're scaring us. It was so bad. Like, wow, really strong eye contact on that turn. It's like, you're fucking creeping me out. He said, always, 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 always. Always, always, always. He said, always four times I counted. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I think one little nugget from that is she asked, so would you like to live in Minnesota at some point? And he said, yeah, sure, I would. So maybe that's a little... Yeah, he's like, I'll fucking move here. That's a little something. Maybe. Love it. I could see him flashing back to that when he's in the hometown. You know... So I kind of like, kind of like Rick. Um, so this then, fourth one's like a draw. Like I it know. could be Rodney, but it also could be Clayton because he's going to be the next what about, batch. I think I mine leads Brandon J. I, we're forgetting about Brandon. I think my pick right now would be Brandon, Rick, Joe, and Nate. I think would be my okay. my final four pick. Brandon, Rick, okay. I could yeah. be swayed for Rodney. Um, I don't. I, don't know. I, I. I don't think Clayton. Yeah, my pick would be Brandon J, Rick, Nate, and Joe. I know it's really hard, but if you had to like give a range or like summarize where the next Bachelor or Bachelorette finishes in these seasons, it'd be like anywhere from second to like fourth, or is it like eighth, or like how far? Like, what's Clayton's range probably here? Knowing that he's the next bachelor. Honestly, it's normally like it's normally like top two or three, but so I'm saying um, maybe for Clayton. I know that's the only reason why I'm like I'm kind of thinking that Clayton's going to be in that final four. Yeah, as I, much as I don't want him to be, I don't want. I don't think he should be. Well, should be, but I don't. I don't think I want him to be either. But. Yeah. But we also didn't see any white people when we were doing the hmm. hometowns, right? Hmm. I don't think we did. I don't know if this I means anything. I don't think it does because I think Chris mm, was Clayton the only one in those like video packages they played that had his mom in his. I don't know if that means anything. Oh, I forgot about that. Don't bring that up. Yeah, that was, that was really so bad. bad. Oh yeah. I don't remember I don't think Rick had I, I tried to look back to see Rick's intro and I don't think he had a video package. Hmm. Interesting. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Joe and Nate, obviously, and then I'll go I'll go Clayton and I'll go with I'll go with Brandon J. I'm I'm out on Rick. I, I he's too creepy. No Rick no, Rick. Nice guy, oh. Rick. You're gone. She just... I think it's fair. That'll be such a... Produ- like, she just doesn't like Clayton. You just can't convince me that she actually does at all. There's just nothing there. It's yeah. just absolutely water and v- vinegar and oil, water and vinegar, whatever the fucking saying is. 
I don't fucking know. All I know is that it doesn't matter. We know the top two. Like it's a two. That's just un. Yeah, I think the only way that those guys are not top two is if one of them sends themselves home. I do not think that Michelle would be able to send either of those guys home unless it was that final episode. Yeah. I don't even know For who sure. else. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with some sort of scenario where it would not be those two. I just I guess I mean, maybe some shit with Nate blows up. They sort of hinted at that, but I think I feel like that's just a producer move to be like, hey, Maybe this won't Keep go exactly like everyone's thought it was going to go for six weeks. Yeah. Even though it's just going to do that, probably. It's going to be Joe, yeah. guys. Joe's going to win. I know it has to be Joe. I think I, just, as much as I want to root for Nate, I'm. I I just think that Joe's like Michelle's husband. I think. Mm-hmm. I think you're scheming up in your mind. I think you do want Joe to win, so you can get a full season of Nate elsewhere. Well, yeah. I think that's. I mean, what you're, obviously. You're, you're, on the side, putting in an application? What are we talking here? <laughs> right? Like, if I don't get a ring within those six months, I might, you know? TikTok, Tommy. I mean, where, <laughs> what are we doing? The ba- Why get a ring in six years when I could get one in six weeks? Yeah. It's yeah. just all I'm saying. Clock's ticking. That's all I'm saying. TikTok. All right. Anything else from the episode? Oh, I did also I write down some tweets. Um, oh, yeah, you did. I'm going to pull those up. I don't have my phone because I'm recording with it, but I will pull it oh. up on my laptop here. Um, I didn't have many. I just had some that I thought hit the high notes. Someone said that they were. Ooh, actually, I think she was the first time we saw Michelle said that she thinks that she's falling in love with Nate in the uh, like the, the highlight package. Did you miss that? Um, I I saw something about that, but I can't. I couldn't remember if that's exactly what she said. Uh, but I remember my friend was like, "I can't believe she just said that about Nate and uh, not about I, Joe." I believe the direct quote was, "Feels like she's starting to fall for Nate." So we're okay. thinking about talking about potentially maybe falling. You know, doing one of those. All right, I have it pulled up. In the love. Okay. <laughs> Chris. Oh, Chris. Go ahead and if you haven't pulled up, go and read it out. Me? Yeah. My holiday plans, and it is Michelle just smacking it down with good old Nate. And then it says the Delta variant, and it is indeed Christmas. Okay, Chris. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could just insert yourself and just show up and interrupt. I didn't know that was a. Yeah, you can do anything. I guess and there the are producers no. producers like, you know what? Fuck oh, it. That there are no so rules. awesome. It was awesome. We need more of that. That was, yeah. Make the Bachelorette. More like professional wrestling. You, <laughs> yeah, I was. You'll see some people trying to sneak into like her hotel room. Even that's Ooh. fucking weird. Yeah. No, I mean, not like in like a romantic way. <laughs> that's weird in like not, a romantic. Not way. in like a pick or locks type of. Right. Hey, Michelle. Type All right. Uh, hey. Yeah, but that, that's something Rick would do. Hey, uh, I just want to say from the preview, I had Chris S. sniffed out. That guy fucking stinks. Yeah, he did stink. You're stinky. Right. He's the fucking worst. Yeah. He's the fucking Super worst. Super stinky, dude. Yeah. Oh, boy, Martin. Um, Baby, what is you doing, Martin? Um. So then we have Martin <laughs> will be a cautionary tale about how talking too much can get you in trouble with a girl that says, please stop talking. Martin? That is just a note to... If a girl ever looks at you like that when you're trying to make a point, just fucking stop. 
miscommunication on her part uh, it was her it was her fault yeah recording. for sure gaslighter rs <laughs> Dude, these bitches got to stop being so high maintenance. I'm asking tired of this shit. shit. I'm tired of these. Uh, no one likes Martin. I can't believe I liked him after his it, like that one interaction, and I will forever regret that. Out. Uh, these ladies say they want me to be independent, but then they also want me to like be nice to them. Oh, Brody, your your mic's lagging a little bit. Say that again. Am I back? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Martin. Martin's like, I mean, these 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 bitches. They want to be independent, but then like, you know, I gotta actually like do shit for them. I gotta actually like be nice and like, you know, provide anything for them. Out. Fucked up. Out. Kind of backwards. Oh, yeah. Martin! Yeah. What a fucking piece of he, shit that guy is. And he's like, and that's why I went on the show because you're not like that. And Michelle was like, I'm from the Midwest, baby. You're yeah, gonna do was, shit for me. It was this the biggest backpedal, and it didn't work. He just it kept. Was, kept it was so bad. He might as well just said, "What is? Ex- what do you want me to say exactly?" I will say that right now. I'll do anything to get out of this. I have no opinion on this. Right I just want to say exactly what you want to hear. He Can we do a quick? The patriarch, patriarch, like a pig. I can't say it. You got it. It's Try in it. Taylor Swift's new song. Try it again. Patriarch. Archie. Hey, you got Patriarchy. it. Nailed it. Nailed it. That's what he should have said. You nailed it. Do you want to do a quick uh, villain rankings? Who's been the best villains Ooh. of the season so far? I loved what Chris Chris brought. S number one. I love the... Chris, no. Chris brought the heat. What are you talking about? Chris S better than Jamie. Jamie was... Yeah, Jamie. I, I think that Ryan might have been the best of all because his notes were so meme worthy. People forget. Awesome. His like hallway interview where he was like this, like deer in a headlight. While they were like, looking through all his shit. That's true. People, yeah, and then uh, Ryan. Those are the top three, and then we don't want to forget about Pizza Boy. That guy fucking sucks. Oh, too. Peter. Um, he did. Suck. And then it looks like Martin. We'll see. We'll see what Martin brings to the table next episode. But yeah, between those three. Um, yeah, Chris S has got to be my favorite. Chris Fuck, S is my favorite for awesome. sure. Okay. Ryan. Because the ambush. The ambush was great. And it was in a part of the season where we like know these guys a little bit better. And it was just funnier. And I think I go Ryan true. too. Ryan's too. Jamie shit was so contrived to me, I think. It the, was. Jamie shit pissed me off. The Jamie it wasn't was, like entertaining. We, it was so phony to me. We were watching the Jamie. Obviously, outside of this episode, Brody and I have watched every episode together. And during that episode, we were looking at each other like. I don't know if we can watch this anymore. This is bad. This sucked. Mm-hmm. It fucking sucked. <laughs> We're like this. Chris S. He fucking he brought me he, back, baby. Just when you just when you think I'm out, he just wrote me right yeah. back in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Tonight though, I felt like after last week, we really needed tonight. I loved the episode. Um, and they start to get more fun after you kind of trim the fat. Got a good balance of some weird drama and then some legitimate connection between people who actually have a chance to win. So it was really all you can ask for. Right. Right. I cannot wait to see who's going to hometowns. I think hometowns are way better outside of COVID, but they're still really interesting to see people's family because people's families do not hold back. They'll be like, you know, my my son fucking sucks. (laughs) Like, they get brutal. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Just prepare you got to think the parents are like, this is not how I anticipated you finding your wife. Oh, so. they they no, they hardly ever take it well. Yeah. Yeah. Why is this makes camera? Sense. Why is this camera crew in my bathroom? I don't I don't fuck with this. Right. I don't like it. Not a yeah. fan. I can't wait All to right. see your guys' reaction. Anything else from this episode? No. That was, that, that's it, folks. Fun times. It's been in about an hour, a little under an hour. So appreciate you listening. Uh, if you'd like to see our lovely faces, we do have a YouTube channel. You can go check that out, too. It'll be up a little bit after the audio version. Um, if I'd like to hear everyone's rankings of the villains, right? Get, guys. Instagram, comments, comment, favorite villains of the season. Tweet at us. Whatever you got to do. Thoughts and friends. Go find us. Tweet at Bobby. Tweet at the, the show page. Whatever you got to do. Let us know. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week for episode six, I believe. We'll recap that right after the show. Uh, stay tuned for that, and we'll see you next time.